guys welcome back to another episode of gay side stories with Trillificent. all lgbt some of the time it depends on how i feel that week because i ain't with that gay shit all the time that shit is stressful <laughs> and if you couldn't tell by the format of the show and by that lovely laughter you just heard i have a very special guest please introduce yourself <laughs> hi everybody it is bj uh one third of the chopped it up with q podcast and i am super excited to be here like i've been like crossing my fingers and hoping like that i would get invited so this is like a dream come true i might could like die i feel like i've touched beyonce's like garments now Yo, that <laughs> is always so crazy when people say that like i i wanted to be invited to the show because i'm i'm like who is even listening to me do this show every week and when people say that i don't know that's so crazy so i appreciate it um shout out to your co-host q and kayla on chopping it up with q you you guys know i fuck with y'all heavy Shout out to the Texas podcast, by the way. Shout out to the (laughs) Texas podcast because I feel like here it's a little bit harder for a podcast to organize in the city. You know what I mean? And maybe I don't know what that is. Like, I feel like podcasts in other places like in Atlanta and the DMV in New York is easier for them to amass a local following. But in Texas, I don't know what it is. It just seems like it's hard to maybe because it's a blue state and we you know whatever the case may be i said (laughs) a blue state i'm sorry a red state state. this is absolutely not a blue state be not deceived texas is red as fuck now dallas and houston and a couple of other big cities are blue cities correct state is trash as fuck quite yeah, I think it's just because it's so spread out, right? It's so diverse yeah. that you can live in one part of, you know, one part of Texas and the sound and the culture and kind of the media setup is very different than there's anywhere else. So it's just kind of hard to get yeah. that following. And then a lot of people in the bigger parts of Texas are transplants from somewhere else. So That's they true. don't give a fuck about what you're doing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think also because, like you said, it's spread out, but it seems like Texas has a lot of big places you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like with new york is new york city or bust to be quite honest like i'm not saying that they, you can't have a podcast somewhere else but everyone knows new york for new york city right the dmv i mean you that's a a, a melting pot you know but then i right. think about california california has a lot of big cities like texas but when you think california most people think la Play. Yeah. And LA would be the pop and play. You know what I mean? But in Texas, it's like you could be Dallas, you could be Houston, you could be San Antonio, you could be Austin. You'd be popping in any of those and places. You could be popping in any of those. So yeah. I don't know. Something something on my mind there. Anyway, so we're gonna roll through the show because we have some what I think are some interesting things to get through. vj and i have been discussing it a little bit prior to hitting the record button and let's just say that the things that we were looking at has our blood pressure a little high so we're going to share some of that with you all but first up is the come quick segment i'm gonna come sir oh yeah now i just want to get a little bit off my chest now 
anybody that's on Twitter, if you follow, I believe, XD and some other people, Jeremy from Ratchet Ramblings, the movement, hashtag say no to coworkers, it's a real thing. And if you've heard this show, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I'm always ranting about my boss. So I want to tell you all a little bit about my boss and how I had to peel her wig back this past week. So I'm sitting there doing my work. I've caught up on some work and trying to be a good worker. I mean, anyway, I don't know what I was going to say there, but trying to be a good worker, doing my work. I caught up on some stuff and I'm just going to tell her what I'm going to do next. I say, hey, I'm finishing this up. Uh, I'm and I'm going to go back and work on this other black uh, backlog that I've been doing. And she responds, no, you know, we have a lot of um, stuff in the inbox that we need to get to. And I say, OK, um, well, then I'm going to get this that I'm doing tomorrow's batch i'm gonna get that ready and then whenever you give me the word that i can go back to that i'll it won't take me so long that way i won't be behind when i start again and she's like no the priority is the inbox and i'm like okay i'm saying it's just gonna take me uh, not too long to get this stuff prepped so that i don't fall behind and then i'll go back to that and she keeps going back and forth with me. And she's like, well, I need to explain to you. That, and I'm like, I heard what you said the first time, but you're not hearing what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to basically do two things that I'm trying to be so that I don't get behind. Because when I get behind on what I'm doing, it's an uproar. Like, the shit goes all the way up to management. But now you're telling me to abandon it completely and don't even worry about it because you've been telling me you've been working on stuff in the inbox while I've been busy. And now you're telling me that you haven't been. So what is the truth? What's the real story, Wishbone? So I start to get frustrated, not because of what she's telling me, but because she doesn't listen. And we have this we 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 go back and forth every few weeks because it's like it's like talking to a wall. I bullshit you not. Imagine you are in a conversation with someone and they ask you a question and you answer it. And then they ask you the same question again and you answer it. And then they ask you the same question again. And it's like, are you listening to what I'm saying? Or you just like to hear yourself talk. And so I started getting frustrated. And when I get frustrated, my mouth starts getting real slick. Like I turn into Gunica real quick. <laughs> my mouth gets slick and I say things before I even realize that I'm saying them. So I said, you know what? I'm not going to argue with you because you just like to hear yourself talk. Um, And I get up to end the conversation. I get up and get my water cup. I'm going to go fill my water cup up so I can have me a little H2O while I'm sitting here. And I'm going to get on Twitter and bullshit for 20 minutes or more because now you done made me mad. <laughs> so I come back to my desk. And she gets up and she comes over to me and she says, well, I just want to talk to you because I don't understand why you always get so upset. And I said, first of all, I'm not upset. I said, second of all, it's frustrating having a conversation with somebody that does not listen. And we have had this conversation about you not listening several times, which is even more frustrating because we have to keep having the same conversation about you not listening because you don't listen. And she's like, I do listen. I said, no, you don't listen. I, like I told you before, I said, you speak and then you stop speaking 
And then you wait for your turn to speak again. Or and when you ask questions, you have it in your mind that you only expect to hear one answer. And if a person does not respond with what you're expecting to hear, you turn around and ask them the same question again. I said, I'm not going to sit here wasting time answering the same question in the same conversation over and over again because you refuse to listen. And she just looking at me and she's like, she said, and even now you're getting upset. I said, and and I said, and stop doing that. I said, just because I'm speaking in an, in an assertive voice, that does not mean I'm upset and stop trying to paint me as always being upset. And so she starts shaking her head and she slinked back to her desk with her tail between her legs. And she says it kind of under her breath, but I can still hear her. She's like, well, I don't know what we're going to do because you know, there's a communication problem and me being petty. I said, we wouldn't have a communication problem if you learned how to listen. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I was on fire. And the, the crazy thing is I wasn't mad, but it is frustrating, you know, but a lot of people, my frustrated can seem upset to some people. I do acknowledge that, but don't always be trying to paint me out as some angry black man. Cause she's done that before. Um, and so then case in point today, she comes in. Oh, good morning. And she's all nice and happy. And then I was like, mm-hmm, good morning, girl. And she's like, Oh, I just wanted to invite you to a Christmas lunch. Next I think they week. do that. And I, uh... go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, they they think they do that, especially like if you're, how can I explain this, but white tears, like they do that thing where if you say anything remotely assertive or stick up for yourself, then all of a sudden they, they feel victimized, like you're supposed to just let them Absolutely. act however. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And to her, she's like, well, if I speak in a soft, docile tone, then everybody should do the same with me and it's like okay but if you speaking bullshit it doesn't matter if you speaking loud or if you speaking like a motherfucking mouse bitch don't nobody want to hear no goddamn bullshit (laughs) and it's funny to me because there's tons of people like some of those men and women around that office where we work they can't wait to get me alone and start so you work with her huh man what's wrong with that girl (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong with that lady like one day the turnstiles weren't working so i caught a ride on one of the atvs with the guy and it was two guys and they were like man what's wrong with that lady she be in there whispering and shit you can't hear her and every time you ask her a question she don't know nothing i was like i was just sitting in the back seat like oh shit i didn't realize y'all didn't really fuck with her like that (laughs) so i say all that to say don't be like me necessarily to you. I mean, she's not my technically my boss boss. She's like more of like my lead. And, you know, you know, you get into the specifics of that bullshit. But, right. you know, in general, it's not good to be popping off at your superior, whether they're your boss or your lead. But at the same time, don't let nobody speak to you crazily in the workplace. Like, look, I, if I have to give 40 hours to you, bitches, the least you're going to do is respect me. And I had me up here bullshitting and wasting my time. All right. That's it. So what do you have for the say no to coworkers <laughs> segment? Cause I know you got some bullshit. You, you, you work with some fools too. I'm sure. There's one fool in particular. <laughs> he is, um, 
so here's the thing. He used to be the plant manager. Mm. And a couple of years ago, he got promoted to the chief operating officer. So he's over the plant, but over day-to-day operations, too. So don't call him the plant manager because he will correct you. I am the COO. Sorry, don't nobody care because I still haven't figured out what it is that you do to begin with. So you mm. please don't, don't stress your job position to me because I still don't know what you do. I didn't ask, so don't feel like you have to tell me. But I just don't. I don't know, and I don't care. So we do that, and he'll come in, and he does this thing where he's very passive aggressive. So he'll come ask you something, and he'll be like, "Well, what about this, this, and this?" Well, first of all, it could be a lot of thises and that's. Like we're all in here working all day, every day. He'll pick something very specific, not say anything about it specifically, like. I work with accounts, like customer accounts. I work in accounting. So he'll come and be like, what about this customer? XYZ candy. He'll be like, what about XYZ candy? What about them? Right. What, what would you like to know? Like, you're, that's very vague. Well, I well, you sent me an email about it, and I, I'm just not understanding what happened here. So he stands at your desk, over your shoulder, stares at you while you're trying to pull up whatever it is that he wants. And after he stood there for like 10 or 15 minutes, he's like, you know what? I'll just come back. So why did you come over here pressing me about it when you could have just emailed or called my extension or whatever? Right. Okay, we go. But I let him have it. I was like, all right, cool. This particular time. Now, for those of you who don't know, I work for a candy company. We ship out candy in bulk to people. Occasionally, when stuff gets shipped, because we're shipping large boxes, they get shipped on a pallet. Like, we're mm-hmm. not bags of candy, boxes of candy. So it will get shipped on a pallet. Pallet will break or candy will get messed up. Well, we had an issue where a customer ordered a specific amount of candy but they ordered it by the piece instead of by the case. So mm-hmm. the people that placed their order placed it as cases instead of pieces. And they ended up with essentially like 200 more boxes of candy than they needed. That's not their fault because we use brokerages to place orders. Right. So the customer, it's not their fault. So I had to basically, because it's a, an accounting issue when it gets sent back, care about them getting credit. I had to figure out what to do with it. I'm like, we'll just have it sent back. I know we're going to pay for it, but what else am I supposed to do with 200 cases of candy? Right. That's it. Like they can't sell it. They're not going to eat it. We want to get paid for it. Have to bring it back, sell it to somebody else. He got, he got mad at me because I had it sent back. Well, I just don't understand why we have to pay for this and we shouldn't. I just feel like we get that short end of the stick about everything. And I was like, why are you so paranoid? Like, I get that you are small and short and angry and your wife doesn't like you. But why are you so paranoid <laughs> about everybody trying to, like, sabotage us? Like, nobody's trying to sabotage us. Nobody cares. Right. Like, no, nobody is buying candy with the express purpose of being like, you know, let me see how I can fuck them out of a thousand dollars today. No one is doing that. Like, it was an honest mistake. And it's literally every time there's a mistake, he wants to blame the customer and, like, charge them shipping and freight and and all this other crazy stuff. And so he got mad at me when I didn't do it. And then he went and told my boss and the president of the company that basically I was just throwing money into a black hole because I was just letting customers return candy for no reason. Candy that they didn't order. They didn't even order the candy. So I did what I always do. I whipped out those emails and the methods and procedures that he put together and sent me and made me sign and stood over my shoulder like he does every day. 
and made me sign it. And I said, well, you're the one that said that if they, the customer didn't make the mistake, that we had to have it returned at our cost. It's right there. You see section A under seven? Come on, That's receipts. Right there. right there. It's right there. You see it? And he was like, well, I just feel like this is a different case. And the president looked at him and he looked at me and he was like, well, you told me. He's like, when you made this, you said you didn't want there to be any exceptions. And it was a case by case basis. When she asked you about it originally, he's like, because you copied me on the email, you said that you felt like this wasn't an exception to the rule. They didn't order it. So why are you so upset with her now? Because mm-hmm. he doesn't have an answer because he doesn't like me. That's it. He just doesn't like me. And I don't care because I'm gonna always have those receipts for his ass. So, yes, Hello. I say no to my coworkers because they like to lie. They like to piss down your back and tell you it's raining. And I always have an umbrella, bitch. So don't try me. That's it. Listen, say no <laughs> to coworkers and and always have your receipts. That's it. CYA. Keep those emails. Keep those emails. Always keep an email. <laughs> and I'm good for an email. Keep them. Because it's the most listen, petty thing you can do. Per it's year, not per even petty. Email. It's just you have to. You you literally have to do that because there are people who wake up and go to work with the intention of trying to get somebody. And if it's some, especially if it's somebody they just don't like. So you have to do that shit just to protect yourself so that your livelihood is not snatched from you because some crappy ass motherfucker decides that he instead of coming to work to work and make money and go to hell home, they want to come to work to be messy. And torment people. And that's what he does. The man had a a heart condition and had to have surgery. And some of the plant workers asked about him. And our the president was like, oh, well, his medication is, is not, you know, sitting with him. Well, he's going to be in the hospital for another two weeks. Do you know those people smiled at each other? Like they smiled like hard, like, oh, thank God. We thought he was on his way back. I bet they, they did. Were, they were elated to find out that man was still in the hospital. That says a lot about you. That's when people, when motherfuckers are, motherfuckers are elated that you're sick. Like, that's terrible. Throwing a party, having sheet cake and shit because your ass in the hospital. That says a whole lot. <laughs> You need to get that shit together. Get get right with God or whoever you pray to because <laughs> Boy, I tell you, boy, I tell you. So again, say no to coworkers. Say no to any this is why I say I am one of my AKAs when I'm on a show that does AKAs like Ratchet Ramblings is don't be alive or breathe near me at work. And this is why. Do your best not to even live around me. All right. Just leave me the fuck alone when I'm at work. And this is exactly why. So with that being said, we're going to switch gears and we're going to get into the main topic. I think I'm going to keep with the more fun theme of the shows of the month of December that I've been doing. So this is going to be a BuzzFeed article show. So yay! come on, fanfare. (laughs) So. This is a little different, though. The name of the article is 10 Sex Kinks That Prove There's No One Way to Do It. And this is where the stress starts, all right? Woo! Y'all ready? All right? All right. Get yourselves prepared. You know, get your chakras in line. Meditate. Chant. Do a little yoga pose of three. Whatever it is that you need to do to get ready, because this is is a lot. All right? I'm a little sip of water. I'm ready. All right. So first and foremost, when you click on the link, which is in the show notes, there's a huge diagram at the top of the article. And that is one of the most confusing things I've ever seen. And I don't know how you start. I don't know how to make sense of it. And there are things in that in that diagram that disturbed me. 
such as uh, necrophilia, I think, and pedophiles and incest. Those are not kinks, um, ladies. Those are illegal. So, um, let's dance on past the illegal part. We let's might want to take that. some white out to that <laughs> diagram. I'm just saying. Anyway, That's so we're lot. gonna get into the first kink. So the first kink is feet and its variations. So before I get into this, VJ, what are your thoughts on feet? Okay, so I feel like the feet thing is pretty common. Like, but I, absolutely, but absolutely. But I will say this: I feel like it's always men that are into feet. Like, it's very rarely women that are into like men, like man foot. I don't like. Know. Ew. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, I, I, and I know it sounds horrible, but I've never met a woman that was like legitimately into like men's feet. It's always women, that, or, like men that like women with attractive feet, yeah. and so it's always some wild stuff. Like you, like I, I don't know. Like, do people really jack people off with their feet? Like, is that a thing? Like, y'all still are y'all are y'all still doing that, or is that's that just Carly Red? Is that, that is that y'all? Is that everybody? Is that just Carly Red? I think that's a thing. <laughs> um, I think. I've seen quite a few in the past, I don't know, a couple of years where there's a thing where men like to ejaculate on people's feet. Yeah. And I think there's a whole thing where they like to just like watch people do things, walk around in shoes, walk around. Yeah. Barefoot. yeah. That's the normal stuff. That's the, you know, I'll PayPal you $200 if you wear these shoes for me or if, you know, if you do a high kick on Skype or something. So, on the article, there's a big picture of a man, a white man. I mean, him being white doesn't really matter, but I don't know. And he's laying on his back. He has on a, a dress shirt and suspenders and a tie. And there are some brown feet on his face with red uh, toenail polish. And he has his tongue out in between like the knuckle. I mean, I don't know what you call it. The toe knuckle <laughs> whatever so that's a so that's a bunion let's go ahead and i'm gonna go ahead and no it's not a bunion that. it's just that that joint on her foot it is oh you, you know what you, you know what yes is that woman her feet look so i'm gonna manly. be honest yeah i was i didn't do you think those are men feet with like toenail polish because at first glance look yes at those legs and those ankles because these feet look like my feet and so, but I'm not, man feet, feet. I'm not feet shaming. If that's a woman, good luck, sis. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it says in the world of kink, feet may become the protagonist of complex erotic plot lines. One of these is gas pedal pumping. Fans of pumping enjoy watching their partners press on the gas pedal of a car in a, in a what? There's a weird word of sexual intercourse. Most pumpers have a preferred type of footwear and make of car. Some want the scenario to be filled with anxiety. Da 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 blah 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 blah. So I think we we covered it. Feet is pretty common. It's probably the most common kink or fetish or whatever you want to call it. Now I will admit I'd never heard the part about like the gas pedal and wanting somebody to like. Me neither. Because how the fuck be can you see scenario. all that? How can you see all that? I guess you sit in the car with them, like, right? I'm like, you sit on the passenger side and just, like, watch their feet? I don't know. That seems, okay, sure. It um, seems like a lot for a nut, right? Like <laughs> It seems like a lot, but, you know, whatever floats your boat and finds your lost remote, 
I'm going to tell y'all this. I don't like feet belong on the ground in socks and in a pair of shoes. Don't put your feet on me. I don't want to lick feet. I don't. I'm not sucking no toes. I don't like feet. That's not my thing. Thank you so much. Next up, (laughs) pony play and critter play. And there is a picture of a person dressed up as a whole pony. Good luck, sis. Mm. And when I say a whole pony, like all the way, they got a they got a horse face on, and harnesses and, and, harnesses, and gloves that look a riding like riding crop, a tail. Oh gee. Anyway, a horse mask like a face like yeah the whole the whole nine yards. Ooh-y. The whole bale of hay. My God. It says. Pony play is a variation of BDSM in which one partner takes on the role of horse and the other takes on the role of trainer. There are few rules to the play, but in general, the horse may not speak or use their hands. Usually, the human pony is treated as a beloved pet and role play can involve the trapping of quote-unquote real equestrian activities such as saddles, bridles, show gates, riding... Cart pulling, a cart pulling, bitch. What the fuck? What? Anyway, okay, sorry. This is not bestiality. Okay. For the human pony, the excitement derives from the sense of freedom and becoming something else, something free to be sexual, playful, and affectionate. And related kinks are puppy play, piggy play, etc. So, pony play is not new to me or surprising to me because there's this show that I used to watch called Bones and they had a whole episode of Pony Play and they had these people had created like a whole ranch where people could come and be ponies and riders like they had and they was like you know you never know who it is we have judges and lawyers and doctors and teachers you know everybody likes to come and be a pony and they dress up as pony and they feeding each other sugar cubes and shit and riding on people and all that kind of stuff. And then somebody got killed and they had to like examine and somebody killed somebody killed a man the way that they kill horses. So that was the whole case that they had to solve who got killed, and who killed him and whatever. So pony play, I've seen it before, but it's this is to me is extreme. And I didn't realize people considered pony play bestiality because there's no actual beasts involved so why would it be bestiality but I get why they had to put that that is um so dedication the part that sticks sticks out for me is the part where they're talking about cart pulling and riding because listen I'm not even about to give my four year old godson a piggyback ride too damn far Listen, you think I'm I'm really finna dress up like a horse and let you get your big ass on my back Oh Listen. hell no! What about that? Instead of getting my pussy wet, none of it. None of it. None of it. None of it makes my pussy drop, drip or drop. None of it. Um, and then you gotta pull a cart like that's slave labor. Like I didn't it, get off of work to come home to fuss to have to pull a cart. Right. Oh my god. But whatever. Uh-uh. Whatever floats your boat, huh? Mm. Not that one. I don't want to participate. Next. Yeah, next. <laughs> next caller. Next up is balloons and mm, okay. I don't understand this, so let's see what it says. Balloons combine the touchy feely and smelly powers. Oh. Uh. Huh. Huh. <laughs> the smelly power of latex 
with the excitement of growth and the fear of explosion. This is a lot. <laughs> there is a lot to unpack in that one sentence. So much. Touchy feely, smelly power of latex. So what's interesting to me is there are people who have balloon fetishes, latex fetishes, but then people don't want to wear condoms. I'm confused. But anyway, <laughs> it says balloon fans may enjoy watching their partners orally inflate them or they may want to pop the balloons in a variety of ways using other core kinks such as cigarettes or feet. Partner play can involve bouncing on large balloons. Core kink is latex, related kinks, inflatable clothing. This, this is... So, I'm stuck on the fear of explosions. Because that's an... I don't... Mm. You're scared of the explosion and that gets your motor running. Like, that makes your dick hard. That makes you... The fear of a balloon popping. I don't equate being afraid of something with it being arousing. Like, I get how the adrenaline part of it can be, like, yeah, arousal. But, but I, that part leading up to it, like, that seems crazy. Like, I know I'm afraid of it, but I'm going to let you do it anyway. Right. And we're going to see guess if I the, can get over the hump. The gratification <laughs> is worth it, I guess. You know what this reminds me of? This, this is like if somebody says, hey, my kink is opening cans of biscuits. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that makes that popping noise. You're- yeah, you know, that shit is stressful. You be pulling that thing back like, oh, because that shit, you be like, it's like a nuclear explosion when them fucking cans of biscuits pop. And don't let it not pop and you got to get a spoon. Spoon. Oh, oh, my God, that's the worst. You just sit there pushing on it. And you're like, Waiting for it to explode. And you be like, bitch. So I don't, I don't know. And there's a picture of a lady like inside a balloon. And then she has on like a latex top with what looks like inflatable boobs this I don't... just the smell of balloons is terrible so but whatever again whatever floats your boat and finds your lost remote well let's take this as a time to promote safe sex because if you like balloons you should also like condoms because condoms smell atrocious too exactly. so they smell the if same you it smells the same, frankly. So if you're in that, you ought to love condoms, and I would suggest you put one on because some of y'all is nasty. So just go ahead and strap up. It's fine. Hello. Go ahead <laughs> and in your saddle for your pony play, have a case of condoms in there too. Pack of condoms. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Just we want you to not have syphilis. It's cool. Do that. Yeah, you can still be a you can be a pony and not be sick. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> be a pretty pony. Don't be a sick pony. Yeah. Next up, macrophiles. It says macrophiles like to fantasize around extreme size discrepancies between partners. One might be a 50 foot woman and the other an ordinary size man. One might be an ordinary size man and the other a tiny woman. The tiny might be at the mercy of a cruel or kind giant who keeps them as pets or tortures them mercilessly with feet or by engulfing them in a giant mouth or ass. Oh. It's an imaginative form of extreme power play. Core kink, sometimes feet, sometimes mouth. So, this is not completely foreign to me now that I've read the whole thing. Because um, on Tumblr, which uh, again, Tumblr is a cesspool. 
Tumblr porn is a rabbit hole, and I'm gonna suggest that if you have work to do or feel like being productive, don't don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. But on Tumblr, I've seen drawings that people have done, where it's like a woman and and she's she's not big, like she might be curvy, but she's not big, like you know, overweight big. And then right. there's like a tiny man and she's like crushing his whole face, you know, sitting on his face and stuff like that. And I've seen the same thing with with like gay variants where it's like a man with a huge ass. And he's like crushing some little dude with his ass, like eat that ass boy or something like that or smell it or whatever the case may be. So I've seen this before. I mean, it doesn't do anything for me. But I, I guess again, you know. Whatever gets you from A to B, I guess. That that was and uh, see, and that was just and I don't even know that I've seen because I know I've seen what you're talking about, but in my mind, what I'm thinking is some type of cartoonish difference, right? Inside, yeah. I mean, it is like, it is cartoonish though. I think I think the the gay version is like butt bullies or something like that. I don't know what the woman <laughs> version is called. Who knows that? I don't. I don't so know yeah, it is it is cartoonish. <laughs> like even the picture that they have, which they had it blurred out, it's a picture. It's a it's a, like a comic strip, and there's like a little tiny woman on a regular sized man's penis, but his penis is bigger than her because she's so tiny and she's like riding it and trying to jack it off. I guess there's a lot going on here, and I there's dialogue, but I'm not gonna read that because who cares? No, <laughs> because nope. <laughs> anyway, it just you know it, this seems just like one of those things. I don't know. I don't know what to make nah, of it. Heads it's or tails. a no for me. It's a no for me, dog. Nice. I that's not gonna be the one. I mean, shout out to the artists who draw that stuff because you know. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like it. I feel like that's right up there with like tentacle porn. Like it, it you yeah, know, and I, I don't do. understand tentacle porn. And in gay like triple X comics, they love tentacle porn, and I don't understand why. What is what? Anyway, we don't. That's another episode. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so next up, <laughs> it says trample and crush, and I just want y'all to know that under trample and crush, there's a picture of a man lying on his back. He's fully dressed, and there are what looks like three grown, solid men standing on him with like their full weight. Like there's one standing on this man's pelvis, like at the the bends of his legs into his pelvis. There's one standing directly on his stomach and like the top of his chest. And then there's one standing on his chest up to his neck. And then the other foot is on his face. And it like it looks like they're putting their full weight on this man. And he I'm looking at his expression and it looks like he's dying to me, but. I mean, maybe that's, um, he, maybe he's anyway. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. This, I think this is where it got stressful. Just so absolutely. They know. This is where it got. This is where it got really stressful. I, this is where it got we really were talking stressful. about this, and I think this is where we just got very concerned. Because when I say <laughs> these people, and they may be, I don't know. Well, no, they may be women because one of them might be a woman because I see painted toenails. Anyway, my point is they're solid. Like, they have thick ankles and legs. These are some solid people. They're not little, you know, small 110-pound people standing on this man. And he has three of them on him. Anyway, it says, 
These are extreme variations of foot play, wherein the foot lover wants to be crushed under the weight of their partner's feet. I don't, I think that's, I, a, I think they're being very generous there. Anyway, in the case yeah. of crush freaks, quote unquote, the drama unfolds as a helpless creature, <laughs> such as a bug or worm, stands in for the foot fan. The creature is tortured or trampled underfoot as the crush freak imagines themselves orgasmically exploding under the pressure. This kink in particular can be ethically challenging for even the crush freak to accept. So that explanation and this picture that I'm looking at, these look like two totally different things. I was like, that doesn't. So like, you're this talking doesn't about look jacking like... it in the, yeah, you're right. talking about jacking it in the corner while I step on bugs in front of you versus you standing on my chest and you be like, I can't breathe, but yeah, now's a good time to come. Right. So, I would I feel like that is more on par with like people that like like restraints but are into like the breathing like the breath control we were talking about earlier right. mm-hmm. like people that are into like asphyxiation or like you know belts around their neck that type, that seems more like that right. like it seems more like control of asphyxiation to me that's why I stand on your chest right <laughs> because this ain't got nothing to do with no feet in this picture he's no, getting that- off on <laughs> All and they're talking about the weight of the foot. Like that's not. I, this looks like the weight of the entire body. <laughs> I was like, you just want somebody's feet on you. That's that. Go back right. to like question one. Like you can one. sit down <laughs> and put your feet on somebody without putting your full one hundred and eighty plus pounds on their body. Right. That sounds like that is two completely different things. I know I this don't. man's organs are screaming out. Like what the fuck are you doing? Spleen got a kidneys upset. Listen. <laughs> trying to figure out a way out through his nose (laughs) right like where can we be expelled (laughs) because this ain't it we did not sign up for this on the cosmic uh flow chart when i got assigned to this body i didn't know it was gonna be all this i'm putting in (laughs) my two weeks notice i quit fuck this dialysis for you from now on all right fuck all this i quit (laughs) next up it says wet and messy or w-a-m Wet and messy covers all sorts of play that involves gooey liquid substances being poured over the body. In general, we're not talking about body fluids. That's another kink. But rather ordinary substances such as... Such as mud, baked beans, or pies. Okay, so... Mud? Baked beans. And pie. Mm. Like y'all um, just went all over the spectrum. Nothing in between. So How let you go me just, from mud to baked beans? Let me just say this. I'm not going to write. I don't purport myself to be a medical professional. But as somebody with a vagina, I feel like you ought to keep all manners of mud and baked beans and pies and really anything in between or any iterations of those things away from your vagina. Okay. But so just <laughs> don't put that near there. That sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> don't do that. Don't put pie or baked beans in any hole. That's not your mouth. And don't put mud in any hole. Yeah. Just the mud can, I don't, mm. but can you imagine, like, can you imagine like somebody's at the store and their partner calls them and was like, Hey, Make sure you pick up some Bush's baked beans. And, you know, the partner's like, oh, we we having barbecue tonight? Like, cool, we grilling? Mm. And they're like, oh, no. 
<laughs> want to do some wham tonight. Want to do some wham. <laughs> you gonna do some wham, and then you gonna wham me, and we gonna get whammed together. Oh no. Can, can you, you imagine and motherfucker be like, bitch, I'm not wasting no motherfucking money on no bushes, baked beans, support over <laughs> your ass. Are you stupid? <laughs> I, mm, I'm not kink shaming. I'm just saying. Baked just beans see, I mean, seems extreme. It seems like such an, uh, a strange one. Well, I mean, any of it. Pie. Because uh, I imagine right. that this is like, anything. Like, because in the picture. Feeling, yeah. Yeah, because in the picture, there's like. One of, one of these I don't think has anything to do with sex. This looks like this could be like some soldiers or something in a training exercise in the mud. And then the other picture is this woman with, and she looks like she's dressed like Belle from uh, Beauty and the Beast. And she's gleefully laying back with shit all over her. She got white stuff on her face. It's all kinds of food debris on her dress. And then there's someone pouring we don't know what this is. It looks like whole cranberries on her. Right. It looks like Food Network cranberry sauce that they're pouring on her. And it's it's landing but in between her legs, but she has on like 400 slips on up under her dress. So, I don't know, y'all. I mean, um, this seems like an expensive kink because you're going to constantly be washing sheets or towels or clothes. Like, something's always going to have to constantly be being washed. This seems expensive to me. And then they were saying that they like to do it like with their clothes on, like part of the... the... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Let me read the rest of it. It says, Sploshers often prefer to do this clothed as ruining, quote-unquote, a nice set of shoes or outfit intensifies the sense of abandon and freedom from social taboos. There are wham subsets for people who prefer mud, mud larkers, or water wet look. So, like I said... This sounds expensive because either you constantly washing clothes or you constantly buying new clothes to ruin them. I the, think at that point you just got to put like a tarp down over your bed, right? And just go for what you know. Like I, I think you got to do that in the garage. I just don't see. Well, yeah, but you still got to constant. You still have to buy new tarps. <laughs> you still got to buy the supplies unless you're into mud. I mean, I guess mud is free. Um, I mean, you get you a bucket and go to the park and. You know, get some dirt and get some dirt and get your water hose and free mud. I, I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't know. It just that's... seems expensive to me. Like if this is your kink, that's great. But I'm just wondering about your finances. Like, well, the thing about it is, is I just I don't, it may I don't know if it's maybe just me, but I grew up in a household where I mean, it wasn't like food was you know a yeah. it, it wasn't like food was like scarce but my mama also was like not finna be like you just gonna waste a plate of food like you what, what's going you know, on like they had me at first not with the mud but i i mean i get some like you know i i'm not gonna pretend like i haven't done the whipped cream thing like i haven't done the, the honey thing or the chocolate syrup thing it's like a dollar my nigga baked beans like we're talking about real food staples here. That's like me boiling a pot of rice and then we're talking about, about play with the rice. Real food, and then baked beans is really sticking out to me because then I'm like, so now you're sitting up here, y'all eating beans and shit. Y'all gonna be having <laughs> flatulence, and this is too much. Huh, we need to move on because this is too okay. much. My blood pressure so, going up. Why? Uh, okay, this the some white people one, stuff wasting food. Listen, I promise. Listen, listen. The next one says medical play. Some fans of erotic power exchange find the trappings of conventional BDSM boring. Paddles, whips, and chains are part of some distant historic period tainted with the aura of slavery. Mm. Hmm. Mm. There's a sentence. 
Look at that. <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead, they play with the props we all know from doctor visits. Objects like catheters. Ooh. <laughs> that ain't nothing to play with. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I was not expecting catheters to be the first thing. I'm thinking stethoscope would be the first thing. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> Catheters, enemas, speculums, needles, and retractors are oh, no. always a pushing against the bodily boundaries while feeling as if we are being carried. I'm sorry. While feeling as if we are being cared for by a loving professional. Core kinks, latex, PVC, steel. Related kinks, uh, adult babies. Excuse me? Wait a You know, I. Ah. Mm. Uh. You know, when at first when I looked at this picture and I was thinking medical play, I was thinking of like, and I'm telling, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I was thinking of like those videos that they make of guys going to get a quote unquote physical and the doctor is like, okay, I need a sperm sample. And the doctor like gets them hard and jacks them off. I'm not, I was not expecting catheters and enemas. Who in the fuck? Yeah, I was thinking like hot nurse. With right, hot nurse, hot doctor. Hot doctor. Yeah. yeah. I've even seen pornos like that where oh the doctor's hot and then they start fucking and then the nurse comes in and they join in. Man, yes. But I was not like y'all are talking about the actual tools to like open the body and get things out of the body and put things into the body. This is extreme. Catheters, enemas. <sighs> Now, if you are of the gay persuasion like me, enemas, that probably is normal because, you know, you got hashtag a good rinse. But speculums, needles, no. no I don't even like needles when I'm in the real doctor's office. I don't want to, no. A catheter. If I'm going to be like... poked or prodded, it's going to be by flesh. It's going to be by a spongy flesh in betwixt thine legs. It's not going to be by no damn needle needle and listen they i was done at catheter like i I, never we we were both completely done at catheter there's nothing else you could tell me past that that's gonna make me feel any comfortable and then really they they lost me at that first sentence about slavery being yeah yeah yeah. so really it just feels like to me it's like when you put that sentence with the rest of it it's like so i really would like us to play slave owner and slave but that might be a bit much. So instead, I want to put a catheter in you and pretend to be your doctor. Yeah. It's a big ass jump. Yeah. I don't even know how you get there. That's a Like, elite. how do you, how do you even put that? To, like, how was that on the same spectrum? Like, I, I don't. <laughs> props. I'm thinking, okay, you're going to get you like a little blood pressure thing and put it on my arm. You know, you're going to pretend to get down and check my knee reflex. And when you hit it, I make my dick jump. And you know what I'm like? I'm not cute. I thought we gonna keep it cute. Yes, this. I, I'm so. <laughs> That's not cute. We That's told cute. y'all it was gonna get Dr. stressful. Doctor asses. That is stressful. <sighs> okay, so the if next you, one is. I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish. Uh, no, I was gonna say if you could you imagine you show up to have sex with somebody and they pull out catheters and needles. I'm like, yeah, I want to try some. I want to try some new stuff tonight. I want you to try going home. What? Okay, I'm I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm not gonna goodbye. I'm, I'm not about to be on SVU. That's what we're not gonna do. 
<laughs> be the subject of a lifetime movie next okay. year. Cause you out of Saturday with you. Uh uh-uh. uh. Y'all wondering what happened to Trillificent next year on Investigation Discovery. Here go my story. I done showed up to somebody's house and this bitch done pulled out a captive. <laughs> and I done fought for my life and lost. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Oh my God. So the next one is extremely stressful. I didn't real. Oh my God. My heart can't take it. Come on, put it on me. Lay it on me. (laughs) What? Okay, sorry. The next one says cannibal play. I'm sorry, what? Cannibal play. And the picture is a woman. And she is sitting on all fours atop of what looks like a big old roasting pan. She has an apple in her mouth and it looks like a fake oven around her and she's like wet as if I guess she's being cooked in the oven. <sighs> if you don't get the fuck. <laughs> my, my heart. It says, in cannibal play, one partner is transformed into a quote-unquote piece of meat for the mutual enjoyment of both. Mm- meat girls and meat boys love the idea of being the center of attention the object of their partner's voracious i'm sorry voracious sexual and oral appetites consensual role play usually involves bondage and sometimes fire play knife play and biting oh my god um Oral sex or quote unquote eating out is often the dessert. Oh, okay. Well, oh, well, glad it has a happy ending. Or, while the fantasies can get quite dark, actual role play is often more lighthearted. Core kink, skin and mouth. So they lost me at Meat Girls and Meat Boys. I would never be. I, I just could probably go on living and never be called that, and I, I could be okay with it. But where they really lost me was fire play, knife play, and biting. Now, um, now a little nibble is okay. Yeah, I was gonna say now a little nibble, depending on where you nibbling, and the force of which you are nibbling, is acceptable. But this, like, if you are acting as if you're biting into a piece of sausage, that's not gonna work for me, bro. <laughs> knife play i don't even know what that means uh, fire play these are things that my parents taught me not to play with okay fire is death knife so, is death do you think that they're putting that that woman in the roaster in the picture you think they're putting her over open flame and she's sitting there seeing how long she can take it i don't know what's going on i mean it looks like a big oven but I'm these could so just sad. it could just be lights and maybe it's just hot in there. I don't know if this is a real thing that's creating heat in this picture. And it says Mookie's Kitchen Roast Master. Oh my goodness. So this might be like a this might be like a fetish site where they pretending and then they put pictures up and people, you know, pay money and spank and get their life, I guess. So essentially it's people out here making the adult version of an easy bake oven. Yeah. Which is lights in order to sit in and simulate being cooked like a turkey. Yeah. 
but and that but, is... but it seems but it's saying that these can get quite dark. I'm thinking that there's probably people who are actually I'm cutters sh- and biters. Cutters like and biters actually biting chunks of skin and, and cutting and each other. Flamers. Like I I fully wholeheartedly believe that there are people in the world who have contraptions big enough to simulate an oven where a whole person can get in there and they do. Um this is this is a lot. Cannibal play? Miss me. I'm not. Okay. That's all right. Um my that made my face hurt. I don't, my Listen. neck is itching. Can we just Yeah, we're gonna move on from there because yikes. So the okay. next one is superheroes and bondage. This okay, this okay, we're we're taking it down quite a few notches now. Thank goodness. My in, heart wasn't gonna be able to take no more. Listen, in superhero <laughs> play Partners wear spandex costumes based on real or invented superheroes. It's a variant of BDSM employing the the excitement and cliches of popular culture entertainment. The costuming and transformation into a superhero is erotic in itself, but role play usually also involves predicament bondage and can be combined with mess or growth play. I don't know what growth play is. This kink is currently primarily found in the gay male community. Quite true. So this is not anything new to me because um there's a blogger that i have hardestly follow called the gay comic geek and like his whole thing is cosplay and all that but he does photo shoots like this where he'll dress up as a superhero and be in a bondage situation and basically like a hero like heroes in dire danger type thing and like the picture that they have is a picture of someone dressed as Spider-Man and he's tied to a bed. So I don't I think this is pretty low on the kink scale, to be quite honest. Like, I have to agree. People, cosplay is very mainstream now. Right. And I don't I don't I, I see a lot of people fantasizing about fucking their favorite superhero. So if they find somebody that's into it, like I've always wanted to fuck Batman and somebody's like, hey, I got a Batman costume. What's up? And you get it, get it popping. That that doesn't seem very extreme to me. It doesn't, especially after after hearing about knife play. Yikes! Okay, the last one, and we gonna we're gonna get to something else very good right after this. The last one says smoking, which um, smoking fans want to see their partners casually and masterfully inhale deeply from a cigar or cigarette. Yuck. They enjoy watching the oral skills of a smoke ring blower or French inhaler. Part of the excitement comes from seeing a partner indulge in a guilty pleasure without regard for social rules. Quote unquote, naughty smokers might be naughty in other ways. Cigars and cigarettes can also be tools for BDSM and humiliation play where one partner blows smoke in the other's face as a form of domination. This doesn't seem very extreme to me either, although I thought the whole smoking thing was like a 1940s, 1950s type thing. Yeah, I mean, and that's what, I mean, even that, and I think, like, I don't think it's uncommon. I think it's just something you see more with, like, doms, I guess, if that makes sense. You see it more with, like, dominatrix yeah, yeah, like, yeah. type situations where some guy is, like, meet me at the cigar bar and I want you to sit here and smoke a cigar and ash it on me or put it out on me. Like you see a lot of that where people for whatever reason like bur- being burned with cigarettes or cigars. Yeah. The, the blowing smoke in the face thing just seems very, very kind of low on the kink. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, these 10 kinks, I mean, well, I mean, some of them took us 
took me out because the cannibal play and the medical play and the trample and crush those three in particular they were too much for me why do y'all want to be close to death when y'all have like i i need to, can somebody tweet me and tell me like why do y'all want to be close to death when y'all but i don't want to die it's yeah. not what we're here for i mean if that's that's your thing have at it personally i don't I don't need to have a near death experience to bust a nut. So, and I never want to get to that point. So, I would hope that this, and I feel like that's got to be a, a rough place to come back from. Because you had to, you had to almost have died to figure out that that's what you liked. So a, but you had to have almost died either in a sexual situation or in real life, close to death. And the thing that you were thinking about when you saw the white light was sex i i don't i don't i don't know i don't know how you how make this you, discovery yeah like how do you get to the point where you realize you need to be near death to come like I, okay I enough enough okay so we are going to wrap the show up with the queer query question however this queer query is going to be modified a bit so vj and i were talking on twitter and when I, when I extended the invitation for her to be on the show, we were talking about six brown chicks and their questions. And one of us, I don't remember which one of us said, you know what would be funny or, you know, amazing is if we took some of the six brown chicks questions and we talked about it on the show. The other person agreed. And now here we are. Yay. So over the course of the past few weeks, VJ and I have been looking through the six brown chicks questions and we have three questions each that really stood out to us that we want to discuss a little bit so why don't you go first vj what's your first question let's see how do i let's see where i want to okay so let's just come out the gate with this one this is an oldie but goodie because this is for may um it says dated him was about to move on but my son accidentally shot him (laughs) he's at my house now i'm no nurse I want him out. Help. So this. So I'm trying to figure out a situation where you accidentally shoot somebody. And then Maybe you... they were hunting. But she says he's at the he's at the house. But I think she meant he was in her house, like, recuperating. Like, she was going to break up with him, and then the son shot him. So then she feels bad. But you want him out. Help. How do I get him out? Right. Like, yeah, she's letting him stay there out of sympathy because her kid shot him. Girl, uh, when he gets well, just put him out. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I mean, depending on where he got shot and how bad it was, to be honest, I don't think it takes that long to recover from a gunshot wound. So... You know, write him a nice note and tuck it into his cast or into his <laughs> sling. I don't know, girl. That doesn't. <laughs> it's not cancer, sweetie. Yeah. It's a gunshot wound. He's alive. Yeah. Like, like, tell him when he can shuffle to the bathroom on his own, he can shuffle right out the front door along with it. Let him, let him go. I feel like there's not enough information because I feel like if her son shot him, like maybe she feels like if she lets him stay there, he won't. Like, tell the police that her son shot him like i don't right this <laughs> seems like a little missing. yeah this seems, there, there's some questions that need to be asked there's additional information required and honestly this sounds like the start of 
something from Investigation Discovery or like Snapped or something. But good luck, chick. Good luck, girl. You got it. Put him out. Sign. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my first question says, my coworker bragged about how good her man is in bed. In parentheses, it says he works with us. So I decided to see for myself. I invited him to my place for dinner. I had on lingerie when I answered the door. He walked in with my co-worker. She took pics before I could slam the door. Help. Sis, you need a new job. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know what else to say. Like, get on Indeed.com, Monster.com, Career Builder, whatever it is that you headhunters start sending out them emails freshen up that resume sis because this is an entire mess and you, you got yeah, what you, you deserve go you got what you deserve how dare you you can't go Be like back oh he job. good in bed that's your man but he good in bed well i need to see for myself are you stupid <laughs> what are you dumb or are you stupid you like, got exactly yeah. what you deserve and, shout and i'm out, glad she took those pictures shout I'm out right. to the man in this situation for not just doing it like Took his girl know, right? with him and was like, look at this crazy bitch. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Like, when I first heard it, my suspense, my immediate thought was he went over there and slept with her. Yeah. Yeah. And then you put, look at you, you pull what, <laughs> you tricked me. I thought, I thought the worst of that man. I did. I thought he slept with him, but mm-hmm. no. He bought his boo thing with him and was like, no, no, sis, no. And that was a coordinated attack because she was ready. She had to have been ready to take pictures as soon as she opened the door. For her to be able to get some pictures in before she was able to slam the door. They they set her up. Uh, Kudos to him for just telling telling his girlfriend, hey, your little homegirl at work is trying to put the moves on me. Right. I mean, but I guess, but honestly, if you're in a committed relationship and the person knows because you work together and you invite them to dinner, wouldn't your assumption be that both of you are invited to dinner? To be honest, the way I look at the situation is feels like you should have opened the door expecting your coworker to be there with Vaseline on her face and her hair tied up and no earrings on and some sneakers on because why were you inviting her man to dinner you tried the fuck out of this and it's not like it would be hard for her to know because y'all all fuck work together and then you messy as fuck because y'all all work together like are you crazy you lucky she didn't beat your ass at work or anywhere else so now you need to get a new job or she beat your ass yeah you definitely you definitely like i said dust off that resume if you need an at you know i know some people that can help you on twitter they can help you for a small fee get that resume together because sis what the fuck and let this be a lesson keep your pussy to yourself at work anywhere really i mean anywhere really people that's already got a pussy that they deal with like you this is crazy Keep your legs closed to, to married, engaged, in, involved men. <laughs> involved men, yeah. And again, another shout out to the man because this could have gone completely different. I thought <sighs> it was going to. Yeah. Not gonna right. lie to you. So what you got for <laughs> us next? Okay. I knew it was just a matter of time before she kicked me out, so I copied her keys. Oh. We broke up, and I've been squatting in her unfinished basement. In parentheses, he says, she doesn't know. Now, to further this, he goes on. I heard her with a former friend of mine. How to confront them. Hashtag 
trust gone. So it was the hashtag that really sent me under (laughs) because the unmitigated gall of you to say she broke your trust by doing whatever with a former friend while you are squatting in her home. And I immediately have questions of the sanitary variety because I'm if you're in her unfinished basement, how are you using the bathroom? How are you bathing? How are you eating? How how are you how are you keeping your presence unknown? But most importantly, how are you bathing? He's got to be bathing when she's not there. Like, he must know when she goes to work. And so he's bathing when she's gone. And so, that's the only So you think he goes today. upstairs when she's not there to handle his business? Well, he made copies of the keys, right? So he has to be leaving. If the whole purpose... Because if you just if you just moved to her basement, what do you need keys for? He made key copies so he can get in and out of the house. So he's squatting in her basement, but he's using her utilities. He's just doing when she's not there. Like, you may be eating out, but he's definitely using her bathroom and her shower when she's not there. And I mean, damn, she don't never go in her basement. I mean, I guess if you don't need to, but... Okay, so then... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, we live in Texas and we don't have basements here because um, the earth is not not set up for that kind of thing. Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know shit about that life, so we're just speculating, but Yeah, just speculating, but I'm just thinking to myself... I mean, but I don't know. Like, if you live alone and you have a two-story house, the likelihood of there being rooms that you hardly ever go into, I guess, is pretty high. So, a whole basement, and, you know, basements are usually shitty anyway, and especially if it's unfinished and it's a woman, I could see her not going down there because what the fuck for? Right. You wouldn't wouldn't put anything down there until it was finished. That would be the whole purpose. It's an unfinished basement, so you're really not going to do anything but store things you don't need and but i think we're concentrating on the wrong parts of this really okay so so copied her keys you copied her keys i feel like this has to be illegal in some kind of way like you cannot just go around copying people's keys and then entering their house when you're not supposed to be there so you're definitely trespassing absolutely at bare minimum, you're trespassing. And now you want to confront her because not because she's talking to a friend, of you, because she's talking to a former friend of you. You even admitting that you're not friends with this dude anymore. How so to confront them mad because she moved on trust broken. Well, and you don't no think trust. you don't you think don't you broke there. the trust by trespassing well, in her basement. Easy. Like you're living yeah. in her, you're you are even using the correct. Term. You are squatting in her basement. You don't think that's a violation of trust? Men are crazy. Men are crazy. Put the whole thing in rice. This is why we always say something is wrong. This is why we say men. Are, this is why we say y'all ain't shit. Yeah. He copied her keys and is living in her basement, and he's mad at her for moving on with her life. Yeah, like anticipated the breakup, knew he was gonna get kicked out, so he copied the key. So now you live in so now you live in rent free in somebody else's house and in somebody else's house. Now you, you ain't got to pay no bills, you ain't got to pay no rent, no utilities. And so th- a- <laughs> wow. Wow. 
Yeah, put the whole thing in rice. You don't confront them, sir, because at the bare minimum, she if you open her basement door and walk out of it, she's going to kick you back down the stairs yeah. as she should. She should. She don't should. Dig it just just get your stuff and leave. Like and if, you and if and if you're quite unlucky in that instance, she's into pony play. She gonna give you a pony kick back down them stairs with both both legs at the same time. Because sir, are you stupid? Are that you is- are you crazy? Like what are we even t- anyway, okay. Okay. That Put was the whole thing in your rice. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> okay. Mine says, So, my man and I got pulled over. I said the drugs were mine. Mm, you already done fucked up. It was his, of course. I was sent to jail for six months. He never visited, never wrote. I got out and found out we lost the house and he moved on. How could he be so cold? How to win him back? This. So first and foremost, I want you to want better for yourself. Because you took a charge for this man. This okay, so this is a classic example of being when being a down ass bitch goes wrong. Don't be a down ass bitch. Like don't do it. You took a charge for this man, a drug charge. That shit's going on your like that's gonna affect you. Like maybe you can't get a job. Yeah, that's gonna I was gonna say maybe you could but you can't because you went to jail for the shit. You so, can't get no job. You can't get damn near can't get an apartment because you have a felony on your record. They don't want rent to you, right? And Sis, now man, you got to be homeless and jobless for a nigga that won't return your phone call. You are homeless. Y'all done lost the house. Oh, you're right. Oh, and he moved well, on, and he moved on to me means he already got a new woman, and she want him back, and you she want him back. Her, back they did not call or write you or put any money on your books for six months and you done lost your livelihood in your house behind him and you want him back this is one of those situations where um that blind loyalty shit y'all have to chunk that in the trash put that in rice too like you cannot be blindly loyal to people they people have to earn your loyalty and this is why because when you're blindly loyal to somebody and you do shit like this and they're not loyal to you in return, this is what you get. And people more than often, more often than not, are not going to show you the same courtesy that you've showed them. Nope, they're not going to have the same loyalty towards you that you have towards them. Oh, absolutely not. And then just as a and word don't let it be a straight man, because... Mm, oh, God. You can hang that <sighs> up to dry. Emotional labor that you have to do for them and don't take a, a fucking jail charge what made you think that man was gonna come visit you and do any girl do anything you knew better you'd be lucky but if he didn't plan that shit knowing you was gonna take the charge because he was trying to get out of that situation now girl. he ain't got to worry about no house uh payment anymore the house was probably in your name it was that's why she lost it because it was hers and he was like well i'm not with her no more i don't have to pay her bills here and yep. he politely let that shit go uh, moved out and yep. went on about his business politely let that shit go into foreclosure it's probably not on his credit or anything because the house is girl i don't know what you're gonna do in this situation you need to find an organization that helps women put their lives back together when they get out of jail let that nigga go because clearly, what you need to become is a fucking informant, bitch, so you can get off them papers and you need to be trying to <laughs> call everybody you know to figure out where that nigga live at now and you need to be calling SWAT talking about you know where the drug deals are. You know what? Agreed. <laughs> 
I'm petty. It's no way in hell you take six months of my life and I get out and I have no home and can barely get a job and you won't return my phone calls. Oh, bitch, you going to see me. Oh, it's nothing. It, no. Mm-mm. You going to nope. see me. You going to see me. You going to hear me. Everywhere. You nope. You don't get to get out of that one. Talk about I want him back. You only you. The only reason you should want that nigga back is to poison him. Agreed. <laughs> you should be, should be figuring out how to try to kill that nigga. Like honestly, like, agreed. Tell him. I don't. I don't. Cause I don't condone murder normally, but I feel at, at the very least you ought to find out where he is so you can tase him. So this is what you do. Tell him you into wham now, and then go to Medea route and put a little something in the pie. So when you pour it on him, cut that. Cut that. I didn't say. I didn't say none of that. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> No, that feels fair. No, no I mean, I don't. We don't condone um, illegality on gay side stories, so I'm just saying. Okay, well, in a hypothetical situation, part. you don't could murder do that. anybody. But in real don't. life, don't. Like I said, find you an organization that helps people put their lives back together when they get out of jail, and you're gonna need a credit account. Like you need a lot of things. You need a job. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> and the cot and you know something yeah. maybe maybe she should have squatted in an unfinished basement her and the guy from the other one should get together and they can squat together in the basement what's your last question because this is mm-mm, mm-mm, listen mm-mm, I'm mm-mm. just trying to come up with helpful solutions mm-mm. but honestly and truly Sis, don't do anything illegal, but definitely call the cops on him and inform them <laughs> of his, his whereabouts. Do that. At the very please. least. Just I do feel that. like that petty is has been earned. Yeah, you, you deserve that. Like, definitely do that. For six your own months? Community. Six months? No. Do it, girl. Do it. It's fine. Nobody's going to be mad because you snitched on that man. Point, go ahead. But him. But he deserves it. He, he earned it. Yep. Okay. One more. Last question. Here's a here's a go. This is a recent one. This is for this one. Okay, yeah. you might remember this one. Dating seven years, two kids. I begged to meet his mom, and he played it off. Midway in our relationship, his mom died. She was cremated. I wasn't invited to the out of town funeral. Well, guess who is alive? In all caps and well, his mom. In all caps. W T F? Question mark. Why not introduce us? question mark well bitch dead to you so that's why she's dead to you because that man um not your man yeah he 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 has a wife i'm sorry to tell you this he has a whole nother family he hates him and that family (laughs) is the family that his mom knows and he not trying to bring you and them kids that y'all had out of wedlock to his mama and And his he and they were going on vacation they were going to disney world and he needed to get away so he said that his mom died so that he could get away and take his family his quote-unquote real family on vacation and um stab him him on child support girl because stab him (laughs) like jeremy and xd say stab him No, no stabbing. We're not stabbing. We said no, we're not yeah. condoning illegality. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. No, no, that was a that was a joke. It was a little jokey joke. But uh, <clears throat> I mean, yes, con- it's child support. Go for it. Yeah, like confront him and secure the bag. 
Again, it sounds like he has a whole nother family, so it doesn't sound like the bag is probably going to be like a clutch. Maybe a grocery bag. It's going to be a cute coin person. Yeah, maybe a grocery bag, but um, I'm just saying don't, when when I say secure the bag, don't be expecting anything high Yeah, (laughs) that doesn't sound like that's going to be a thing. That's going to be something, that's going to be a bag you got at Ross, but it's cool. Absolutely. It's fine. You have to secure the bag in so many forms, and so if that means you you get a fourteen ninety nine knockoff Ross. Some bag is better than no bag, sweetie, yeah. and you have to get what you can get because yeah. it feels like he has. It just feels like he has a whole different family. But I feel like there are signs the person has a whole other family. So something for black people to be as invest black women to be as investigative as they want to be about every other thing. How does she not know? I mean, I don't. I mean, that's true, but there are some people, some women, some black women who are so in love with the idea of being happy with a man that they will ignore signs or not see them because they don't want to mess up their happy home. How you date somebody seven years and not meet their mama? He must have told her that him that he wasn't close to his mom or something like that. He right. had to set up that law from jump. Right. But then she died and he had to go to the funeral out of town and you weren't invited. Right. So uh, it's not a big deal. I just want to go by myself and cremate her and that's it. I want to know. There's information. No ashes. Yeah. There's information left out though because I want to know how she found out that the mama was alive. The same way anybody else does, probably Facebook. Facebook. Or <laughs> yep, Facebook. Because yeah. you know that nigga was, you lives. know that nigga was slipping. Y'all gotta really quit putting your lies on Facebook and thinking people won't find you. Yeah. You gotta stop. I mean, honestly, you you gotta stop treating people like shit. That probably would s- solve all of the problems. That is true. I'm telling people not to get caught in reality. It should be don't do anything to get caught about. Yeah. 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 But yes, yeah, he actually. definitely has a he definitely has an auxiliary family. Auxiliary, um, <laughs> got a maid family and a spare family. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he, and I honestly, you're the auxiliary family, from what it sounds like, because his he real family knows his family. mama. I'm just saying, Ooh, cut your losses, God. eat, pray, love, and secure the bag via child support. Girl, whatever the bag may be, because that's yeah. terrible. Because that's terrible. Damn. Seven whole years. I was your lover and your secretary. And two whole kids. And But if she was his secretary, she would have. Mm, that, that, girl, what kind of secretary is you? What kind of appointment book was you keeping? Mm. Anyway. You should have noticed some of them big ass chunks of time missing. Mm-mm. All right, chunks girl. Chunks of time and money. Mm-mm-mm. Girl. This is. Mm. Okay. My last question. And I think this is from today, too. I think, I think, I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway, it says, I visited my boyfriend's family for the first time. As a kid, his nickname was Sweetness. He said it was after an NFL player. His brother said it was good to finally see my man bring a woman home. I asked him if he was bi. He said, sometimes. Advice? <laughs> I'm sorry. Ooh. 
what an awful way to find out that your man is bi. That is terrible. It's it's the nonchalant sometimes that has me shook. Yeah. Sometimes sips drink. Right. What about it? What about it? Like, I mean, I thought you knew. Like, what what you talking? What are we even talking about here? Oh my god. And she like said, somebody they wear undershirts. Right. <laughs> so, if we unpack this a little bit and we dive in between the lines, sweetie, your man is gay. And his family is utterly and completely in shock that there's a woman at their house saying that, that y'all are together. together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Your man is gay. And I saw somebody talking about this on Twitter today where they were saying that just because a man is gay, that does not mean he can't sleep with women. And that is absolutely true. Uh, so you said, are you bi? Because you assume that he likes women because he's with you and he's been sleeping with you. But honestly, it sounds like your man has been gay since he was a little tot. And everybody knew it, which is why they called him sweetness, which is fucked up. Yeah. But I'm just I'm just reading over the facts being presented. And it sounds like the whole the whole neighborhood knew he was gay. Context clues would lead you to believe that he this that, is a that be the first woman he's ever brought home. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. His brother said it's finally good to see him bring a woman home and then what threw me what threw me off about this is that the phrase bring a woman home was in quotes so that makes me feel like he's brought somebody home before he's brought a roommate home before he's brought a school friend home before but they've all been men but they've all been men yeah, yeah. Uh, baby, he's not. I don't think he's bi-sweetie. Like I. So listen, Stella. <laughs> yeah, Terry McMillan, you might want to get that together, boo. Yeah, not. Yeah, you're right. Not Stella. Listen, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> star Jones. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Star. Sweetie, you in danger, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you in danger of being with the homosexual because nothing about this tells me that this man is bisexual that was which a, maybe he does enjoy sleeping with her I, it, he might but i mean maybe this is you know what you're right sexuality is fluid maybe he you know is bisexual now maybe he's exploring things so giving the benefit of the doubt i would say at best you have a serious trust and communication issue because this is absolutely something he should have told you before you met his family like you didn't know his childhood nickname was sweet sweetness and we told hers for a different reason so to me it sounds like a violation of trust and a bunch of lies by omission exactly so i'm saying at best that's your main issue and at worst, he's not really bisexual. He's homosexual, and he tries to shit out. We don't know why he's doing this. Maybe to appease his family. Maybe he's tired of people in his face about shit. Maybe he just wants to have a baby. I don't know. 
but some hard questions need like a, a a difficult conversation needs to be had. Yeah, I don't think you get to say maybe and shrug that off and assume that there's not going to be. Right. No, he didn't say maybe. He said sometimes. Like that's oh, full admit admittance. He's yeah, like, oh yeah, I've absolutely sucked a dick or seven. Yeah, I don't think you get to sometimes that and walk away without yeah, having a no. full bowl conversation. No, no. So, uh, peace to you, ma'am. But yeah, yeah peace and blessings that, to you. It sounds like you need to eat, pray, love too. To be quite honest, it's a lot of eat, pray, and loving that needs to go on. I just you mm, these women like y'all. These women, as we said earlier, we just want better for everybody, and y'all yeah, just want better. Y'all don't y'all want better for yourselves. And I feel a little foolish for wanting better for people who don't want better for themselves but you know whatever what what can we do what can we do eat pray love yeah yeah <laughs> yeah eat pray love yeah <laughs> we're gonna light a candle for you it's all right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no well you know what let's not light a candle because that makes me start thinking about the cannibal play again Aww. um no, we don't need to do that no we don't know Mm. instead of easy bake oven it's a people bake oven we don't need that <laughs> we don't we don't actually need that <laughs> people <laughs> casserole oh god uh, <laughs> 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 have you have you tried my string femur casserole it's to die for <sighs> I, I bet <laughs> what in the Hannibal Lecter leave us alone Mm-mm. <laughs> Go home. No, where, where did I meet you? Tinder. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. He trying to tinder rise you. Nope. 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 Send him packing. No. Don't. No. Please don't. Don't find yourself in the room with somebody who's in the cannibal play. It just sounds like a a fast way to lose a limb. So just don't do it. Absolutely. It it sounds like the updated version of misery. Like it just sounds like you will be in pain. Um. So, with that being mm-hmm. said, that is going to wrap up this very stressful and strange episode <laughs> <laughs> of Gay Side Stories. Yeah. VJ, thank you so, 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 so much for joining me. You know I stand for you, and I'm just glad that you were interested in being on the show and remind people where they can find you. Um, well, you or can tell find them for the first time. Hmm? I said, tell people where they can find you. Yeah, um, on Twitter normally. <laughs> Saying some shit that I have no business, so don't mind me. Cause, most you know, likely. Most likely, so yeah, don't mind me because whatever I'm saying is, is maybe possibly true, but maybe not. Really, just don't. I'm there. Just it's at VJ underscore Burton on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, on Snapchat, it is Meek B. My Snapchat stories are not horribly interesting. As I say when I guest on anybody's show and on my own show, I like snapping with people. I like talking to people. Please do not send me your dick. Like y'all love to send your your dicks, and I just I, I you don't have to do that. Don't don't send me yeah. your dick, please. That's harassment. Don't do well, that. Well, really, it's just disappointing because I get to see like a good one. So well, I mean that really too. Really, quit disappointing me. Like that would be that. That's really better advice. Just quit being disappointing. Seriously. Oh, they're gonna send it make it worthwhile at yeah. least do that yeah leave the remotes um, out of the pictures comcast remotes don't do that come on now it's tw- we almost 2018 leave, leave your tv remotes in 2017 please yeah. let the um, dick stand on its own 
they're not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to do that. <laughs> Lord. Nope, that makes them feel inadequate. Then they wouldn't send it, which probably is a good thing. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of places you can find me. Um, Chopping up with Q. We're kind of on hiatus right now. We just got a bunch of crap going on. We're out here trying to like adult and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but we should be back at the beginning of the new year or slightly before. So, I mean, that's only like a couple of weeks. So we'll be back with the shenanigans very, very soon. Um, and yeah, I think that is it. Um, you can find us anywhere that dope podcasts are. We're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we're on all those dope places. So you can listen to our backlog of shows. Um, and I'm always available to talk to you about whatever you like to talk to on Twitter. And thank you for having me on your show because this is amazing. Like I said at the beginning, like I go up for you. And like I was saying on John show, hi John on the John effect that like, seriously, like I just like, yeah, like I love you. Like, it's, yeah, I feel like we're married. Like I feel like we're married in my head. For so real, for real. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. So this is amazing. Like, this is like a dream come true. Absolutely. Like I'm just gonna, I'm going to get on Twitter and tell everybody about it tomorrow and be like very draining and be like, I'm not to be on game time. Yeah. Oh, that makes me feel so warm inside. Hercules, Hercules. Okay. So, again, all of that will be in the show notes so you guys can find BJ. Go to GaySideStories.com for more information about me, about the show, my guests. All of that good stuff is on there. Email me at GaySideStories at gmail.com if you have something to say. Follow and interact with the show on social media. Like the Facebook page. Follow on Twitter. Follow on Instagram. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you're not already, I'm on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Acast, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, lots of different places, lots of different options. If you happen to be in the Apple Podcast app and you like what you hear, you like what I'm doing, please give me a five star rating. And if you have a little bit more time, go ahead and swipe those fingers and leave a review. Make sure you are sharing this show with others. I am very happy and proud to be a part of the small independent podcast community, but we always are looking to grow, maybe not to catastrophic levels. I mean, if it happens, great, but still, we the conversation we're having, we want to try to reach as many people as possible. So share the show with others. I appreciate everyone who takes the time to put it on their Facebook or reshare something that I put on Facebook Everyone that retweets the show on Twitter, people that leave comments on SoundCloud or that uh, repost on SoundCloud, people that leave comments on Instagram. I appreciate you all. Thank you so, so much for listening. All of the silent listeners that don't interact but listen anyway, you are also MVPs. I have not forgotten about you. I am very appreciative of you. Thank you to everyone. Again, as I said before, we're getting closer and closer to the one year mark. I cannot believe that I have been doing this show for almost a year. It does not even seem like it. And last December is when I started with my former co-host. When I started working on the show, like I was looking at time hop and it was like, hey, remember this picture? And I posted it when I had already bought mics and we started doing test shows and, and trying to fill it out and figure out how we were going to do the show and the format and everything. So it's been a year since I've been working on it, but the official one year mark is still a couple of weeks away. So be on the lookout for that. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, if any of my fellow podcasters have suggestions of what I can do for my one year anniversary, 
feel free to send those my way. Check out the Sounds of the Stories playlist on SoundCloud as well. Again, thank you for listening. You could be listening to anything. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting the podcast that I rock with. Shout out to John at the John Effect. Shout out to Q and the rest of the Q, the rest of the crew. We're chopping it up with Q. Oh, that's a mouthful. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. <laughs> it is. And remember the forgotten commandment, you guys. As always, thou shalt protect their wa- thy walls or they will crumble. And if a nigga comes and tells you that he's into cannibal play, you tell him not today, Hannibal, and you keep it trucking, all right? All right. And we're out of here. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>